Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Um Actually Comics. It is Tuesday, December 20th, sorry. Uh, Tomorrow's the 21st when we're actually going to have this out. And uh, I am joined today, as always, by Mr. Bob. Hi, that's me, Mr. Bob. Mr. B- Mr. Bob. No, no. <laughs> uh, uh, yes. Successor to Mr. Bill. Yes. Uh, sad what happened to him. Yeah, uh, it is. Every time. Rest rest in peace. I actually read that Street Date is no longer enforced and that some comic stores sell their comics for the week, like the week before. What? That doesn't surprise me because the way that Street Date used to be enforced was through Diamond. Mm. Diamond used to send out secret shoppers. So literally, I would pay Diamond money for a secret shopper for the privilege of having my comics come in on Tuesday just to prove that I wasn't going to... They needed someone to come in and double check on me to be like, okay, make sure you're not doing anything bad. And uh, they would review us, and it always gave me a panic attack. Oh, yeah. I Wait, hated did you know it. they came? Will you know when they were there? Not really, but I just, I hated having to open the email and just have, like, somebody talk about you that you didn't know was there to talk about you. Oh, yeah. It's, like, disgusting. It felt creepy <laughs> and horrible. I was like, oh, cool. What's he going to say? That fucking ugly dude behind the counter was really, uh, whatever, was just, you know. He just seemed Alice really... in Chains at top volume the entire time. <laughs> he it just was seemed really... really stupid. I don't know. I just, it seems... Yeah. Gross, and uh, and also it feels more like having a boss than I prefer for the fact that I went really, really far out of my way <laughs> to not yeah. work for anyone. And <laughs> so that was a smart call on your part. It was. It took me a long time to learn that lesson. I still have not learned it. It was a very difficult road to get to not having a boss, but I realized after the third time I almost beat up a boss that I was like, you know what? I think I need to get out of working for other people. <laughs> yeah. For me, it was just getting fired constantly. Just be like, this is not... It gets harder to get jobs the more you get fired. I mean, I got fired... I've no, fired a lot No, I don't think I've ever actually been fired. I think I've walked out of jobs. I have only so walked often. out one time, and I won't name the business, but I <laughs> left with, like, two fingers up, like, screaming. Like, yeah. I uh, I left Kinko's that way. Ooh, Kinko's. Yeah, I left Kinko's after throwing my shirt at my manager. I literally ripped the the Kinko's <laughs> shirt, like all the buttons popped, like fucking. Uh, it was insane. But like they were just treating me like shit, and I was making eight twenty five an hour, and yeah. I was like, you know what? You guys can suck it. You cannot talk to me like this yeah. for eight dollars an hour. I have some self-respect left in my body somehow. And then I went to work for Portland Housing, and then all that self-respect got beaten out of my body by uh, working for, for a place with a foreman who was a psychopath. Um, oh, cool. So that was fun. Anyway, comics. But anyway, comic books. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, let's talk comics. It's a... Kind of a kind of a weird before Christmas kind of thing, but it's a lot uh, of books. But there's some good stuff. Yeah, not a lot of Marvel. No, Marvel very light this week. Yeah. I mean, the last week Marvel was week. insane. True, that last week was a whole hell of a lot. So, True. Um, yeah, but there's there's still some stuff. So let's talk about it. Yeah, uh, Alien number four. I am absolutely loving this series. This is like. Hmm. This is, I mean, I hate to say it, this is the fucking movie. This is what, this new volume is where they should go for the new movie. It's weird. It's I thought, weird. like, I read it, and I hadn't been reading all the Alien. I read the first issue, and then I hadn't read it since. Um, but it was an interesting divergence, I thought. It is. It's almost, I mean, it basically winds up being almost a superhero book at this sort point. Sort of, yeah. Because, because all of the, all of the people, in the quote-unquote people are synthetic people so they're all bishops but they were all bishops that were trained for war before they were made illegal so there was a big thing where they used robots like these guys or sorry they prefer the term synthetic people um that were used for this war and this is the steel brigade they're the last bastion of this thing and they basically like went off and we have the whole action movie trope of sorry we're not living that life anymore we're out chopping wood we only chop wood by our cabin. <laughs> we're not gonna. We're not gonna do anything for the government. And they say one last thing, and then we'll free all of your brothers and sisters. And they're like, "Fine, we'll come back for one last job." <laughs> one last job. And uh, the one last job. What a job it is! Turns out uh, there's a giant queen alien in this part of the job. They did pretty good. 
leading up to this, they were they were they were holding their own, and then uh, they get this thing thrown at them. And more than getting this thing thrown at them, it looks like next issue, the thing that's getting thrown at them is that fucking thing that they teased in the first issue of the first volume of the Marvel thing. We never saw again that Meister and Margarita looking lady. Uh, that's like some sort of alien god, alien grandmother. Like it's a humanoid alien mm. that was teased in the background, and we were like, "Well, what the hell is this?" And they well, never think, mentioned it again. I think she's mentioned in this one. Yeah, she is, and so that's gonna be that's gonna be the thing. Nice. Yeah. For the next issue. Yep. Pretty cool. Yes. Um. So we have all new Firefly. Big <sighs> damn finale. Hey, finally. Finally, that show's getting canceled after, <laughs> God, after so many seasons, we have gotten tired of seeing so many episodes of Firefly. Here's yeah. finally that finale. Nice. Avengers, they're forever. Number 12. They, yeah, it's an army of Captain Americas and an army of Captain Marvels versus an army of Mephistos. <laughs> I do not know what's going on in this. I have a, no idea what's going on, but there is all of those things that I just said True. in the comic. And there is a B cover that's just, I don't know, some sort of badger dog, and it's mm. trying to pull on Captain America's shield. Badger. Don't know what's going old, on there. Good old badger good dog. Good old badger dog. Uh, we got the hardcover of everybody's favorite Batman story, Batman Catwoman. Actually, this was much better than his actual Batman run. Yeah. This is the Tom King uh, sort of apology that DC gave him <laughs> yeah. for cutting his run short. Uh, I I definitely think that this between the two things, this is far and away a better story yeah. than what he did when he was on the main series. For for my money, mm-hmm. for my money, um, and I think it's cool that he got to to actually put out his version of how things should have gone. So sure. I like this. It's all contained in this giant hardcover. Ooh. It's got the it's all twelve issues of the miniseries. It's got uh, the detective comics that tied in. It's got the annual that tied in and uh, the story from uh, Urban Legends as well that tied in. Ooh. All right. In this. And so that's all. That's a whole mess of stuff. Like a whole compendium of sorts. Sure is. Um, Okay. And it looks like I listed it twice. Hooray for me. Uh, okay, so uh, Batman Killing Time hardcover. I don't remember what this one was about. I don't know either. It was yet another Batman miniseries that I cannot remember. This was another Tom King one, but I don't remember it. Huh, interesting. Okay, time for the craziest motherfucking book <laughs> of the week. Batman Superman World's Finest number 10. Holy Krazam, this yeah. is a crazy, crazy reveal. Oh my god. Yeah. It's Read very, it. Very, very cool. Uh, uh, if I tell you anything about it, I'm gonna ruin it. I mean, it's already been spoiled, like I, hella spoiled. I know on the it's internet. been hella spoiled um, on the so internet. If, but and and f- I don't know. I, I finally figured out uh I think last week. To that say what it ties into, I don't think is a spoiler. I think I think that the the reveal huh. at the end is still pretty. I, I think that you. I think that we shouldn't say. Okay, let's not say. I okay. think that if you've read the bigger some of the, it just it ties yeah, into yeah. a really big it ties deal into DC an thing. Incredibly that, big. Even thing. if you don't like DC, you've probably read this big deal thing that came out from DC. Holy and crap! And it ties into that. Let's just in say a very cool way. It's absolutely awesome. Yeah, it's and great. And if you only read one, and also. The other part of this is that this issue is so bonkers. Yeah. It's just all over the place in a good way in some yeah. in some places. It's narratively it does it's got some wishy washy. No, I think it's pretty straightforward. But it's it's uh it's the the Joker and the key. Uh so and it's the psychedelic version of the key from yeah. the Grant Morrison and Mark Wade version of JLA and obviously Mark Wade wrote it. Maybe wishy washy isn't right. Maybe, but they're just looking for this. The the, the wishy washiest thing about it is like, it is it this. is uh, intense. How about we say that? Sure. It is, yeah. it is kind of. It, I feel like it's it's scattered, but intentionally. Well, yeah, because it's literally like it's like Superman, Batman, and the all the Teen Titans searching yeah. for this missing character. 
Who I don't is, know. It's cool. Yeah. It's been spoiled on the internet. It's one of those things where it's like if it ends up being a big deal, it might be hard to find it. So yeah. like it would be I a agree. thing that like if you're like, huh, I want to at least check that out. I would recommend you do it sooner than later because it'll be one of those things that like if you decide you want to read it. Yeah, you know, I agree. To a month from now, you'll be like, I can't find a copy anywhere. Definitely, and I know yeah. that World's Finest in general, like amongst like some of my friends that I uh, is, communicate with. It is getting with, hard to find we had difficult times finding the back issues of the first six. So this is the storyline yep. is the second storyline and whatever. Good stuff. I like it. Uh, Batman Silver Age Omnibus Hardcover Volume 1. This is f- fucking rad. <laughs> and if you so have the scratch for omnibuses, yeah. uh, you definitely, this is one to get. It's awesome. Yeah, if you like the Silver Age stuff, this is, this is an amazing but this is like high. Stuff. This is actually... Is this, I don't even, is it, it is. it's called is. the Silver Age Omnibus, but it's like 50s. Yeah. Maybe early 60s. I know it's, I, I just, I, to me, Silver Age, Silver I know Age it starts in 56. 50s. I know yeah. it's like Flash is right. the one where it starts. So I know it's technically Silver Age, but it's like that proto Silver Age yeah, yeah. before it got but it's still to be a big fuck. deal. Oh yeah. No, it's like the science fiction 60s Batman yep. shit. And lots of the Batwoman issues are in this as well. Yeah, if uh, this is one that like is is great, like yeah. I don't know. I just I was looking at this and I was like, oh, the price tag is you know it's omnibus 100 price bucks tag for, yeah. the, for the omnibus, but it is it's really cool stuff. Yeah, uh, Batman Urban Legends twenty two. Um, I like that Urban Legends because it has those those young Arkham Academy oh, yeah, yeah, characters yeah. in it that um that I was telling you about. I did not read it, but that looks amazing. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, let's see. Batman versus Robin, number four. I would say also really good. Sorry to yawn. Um, it's really good. Um, there's like a thing where Batman puts on Doctor... It's on the cover, so I'm not spoiling it. Yeah, he yeah. puts on Dr. Fate's helmet and it grows bat ears. <laughs> it's a little cute um, little bat ears. So it's... Uh, but it's 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 good. Actually, Batman versus Robin is really good, and it's the next big DC... Uh, mini event is this is where it starts yeah. so if you're not already reading it um it's good i it's got great story and art nice it's literally like damien like under magical possession like just like beating the shit out of batman because he's just letting him yep beware the eye of odin trade paperback is out uh, we have Black Panther number 12. I am not following this anymore. Uh, I, I'm not really getting it. I did read this one. Um, it's good. It's just like some shit happened and now he's like not king and then some shit happened and he's not an Avenger and then at the end he gets some other friends. <laughs> I don't know. That's weird. Um, yes. There you go. But uh, yeah, there it is. Black Panther number 12. Two Alex Ross covers. Yeah, it does have two Alex Ross covers. I think that's a, that's a first. That is very Where strange. the main cover and the variant cover are by the same artist. <laughs> Alex Ross is just turning shit out too fast now. They can't keep up with yeah. him. Uh, okay, we've got the uh, third omnibus of everybody's favorite story about a young man who lives under the stairs in an abusive <laughs> uncle's apartment. He has a pet owl. He has little round glasses and a scar on his forehead. Uh, he goes to a magic school and finds out that he's the chosen one. Yes, of course, I'm talking about books of magic. Yeah. Uh, the book that came out, what, five years before Harry Potter? Oh, way before. Way, way, <laughs> way earlier than Harry Potter. And we still, like, I think it was like 10 years. We still don't know why he hasn't sued her. And that he has been asked this question a million times. Yeah. And his response is, oh, you know, people have similar ideas and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, he has a white fucking owl and he's a magic guy with round glasses. And are you fucking kidding me? And and it was like the original Books of Magic was like a huge deal. Like, of course she read it. Huge deal. There is zero chance that she did not base it no, on this. And, and I love that like it was there was like no I've I've always felt that way. And I've just been like, well, I don't get it. But like maybe there was a payoff. I, it seems like that might be the case because how? Yeah. It's all I, uh, how the fuck, <laughs> but whatever. Either way, I would like to say I love Books of Magic. It was one of my favorite books when it was coming out. Yep. I was reading it religiously at the time, and uh, I can see why you would want to base a multi-million dollar, uh, multi-billion dollar 
uh, book series on it. I mean, a lot of the stuff that Harry Potter did with the basic, it's like, it's really like just that core, like, sure. I mean, Hogwarts and all that stuff is like way different than what Books of Magic was. Sure. um, And all of those things are based on other books, by the way. Well, yeah, of course. Including the word muggle is from an existing book. Uh, (laughs) There's like a whole bunch of other things that are like legitimately stolen whole cloth from other things. I'm not surprised. But uh, but other than that, you know what? I still fucking like Harry Potter. So whatever. I'm a hypocrite. What are you going to do? I never read it. Except for one time to my friend Eric's kid when it, the first, like, second book was out or something like that. And I read yeah. from the – he was reading Harry Potter. He was, like, six. And I was babysitting him, and I read him some Harry Potter. That was the only time I ever read it. And then I didn't watch the movies until Allie made me watch them, like, <laughs> three years ago. They're charming. Whatever. They're fine. I mean, especially – You know, you get into it after you watch right, two of them. Exactly. You're like, okay, what's yeah, going to yeah. happen with Griffle Man? <laughs> I love Griffle Man. Gr- <laughs> Irving Griffleman. <laughs> Uh, yeah. What are you going to (laughs) do? And also the universal park is enchanting. Oh, I have, I, you know, when I went to universal, it was still being constructed. So you could see it like you could see it, but you couldn't go into it. It wasn't done. It really is delightful. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I might never return to Florida, so I might never. That's know. not a bad idea to not return to Florida. I just feel like I've been there enough times. <laughs> There's other places I haven't been. We got the BPRD omnibus trade paperback. Bipperd. We've got uh, Bears Air Care number eleven. B R Z R K R. Whatever. Whatever you want to call it. Uh, I call it Berserker. Hmm. Uh, Catwoman number fifty. We have. That's good. Um. I presume I'm not following it. Ooh, that Spawn cover is pretty sweet. <laughs> oh, I don't know if I looked at the Spawn like cover, that. but the actual comic is pretty good. Cool. Uh, we have a hardcover of one of the only DC books that came out last year that I would buy in hardcover. Uh, that would be Catwoman Lonely City. Holy shit, I would love to. I think I'm going to own this, actually. Uh, yeah, it is unfortunately that. in that weird format, but... You know what? It's worth it. It's so good. It's not too big for most of my shelves, I don't think. So I think I can spare some room on my top shelf that accommodates uh, Black Label or whatever they want to call it. Mm. Black Label Society? Black Label. Which one's which one's Zach Wilde's band and which one is the DC Comics thing? Black Label is the comics and Black Label Society is Oh, okay. The so they are the same. They are exactly uh, the same. <laughs> Well, the Society of Fans of Black Label Comics are the same. Oh, that's true. That is it exactly. It actually turns out the band is the fans. Oh, the fans of the band is the fans of the books. He seems like he would enjoy that kind of stuff. Uh, Dawn of the DCU is happening in Dark Crisis on Infinite Earths number seven. It, it's the best issue of the series. I will say that. Okay. It's a little. You will agree with me that this at least is a clusterfuck of an issue. Oh, it's definitely a clusterfuck. Yeah. Definitely, this is like definitely. this feels like I've never it's just getting you to where. It's, and I mean, it, honestly, it's kind of like whatever. But I've like, never seen anything that like it was a it was a seven issue miniseries, and this issue feels like they put on the brakes where they were like, okay, everybody stop now. And they're like, how do we wrap everything up in one issue? And they're like, I'll do well, it. The thing that was weird for me is, and I'm, I'll vent for a second, Pariah as the villain for six of the seven issues was total bullshit. Like, it doesn't, he, doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't make sense as a villain. It's no. like it was just shoehorned. We were like, we're yep, going to take this guy and we're going to like, and this is a thing and it's an issue I have with Tom King and it's an issue I have with certain storytellers where – they just are like, we're going to take character X and we're going to plug character X into story hole Y. And I just think it's like, if you're going to do that, yeah. it's not that hard to pick a character that has a reason to, to yeah, yeah. be there. And sure, I understand you don't want to use dark side again. We're going to give him a rest. Okay, great. There's a lot of other people you could fucking do other than pariah which makes no sense anyway so then they get rid of him and then it's Deathstroke. Yeah. Like Deathstroke, And I hate paper thin Mm -hmm. rationalizations and then when they're discarded in like two panels yeah like deathstroke is like i have to stop this legacy because i was a dick to my own kids (laughs) and i want to make sure that no one else is a dick to their kids by killing all of the people who are kids 
So that makes no sense. And then at the end, his daughter is like, dad, just chill out, man. And she gives him a hug and he's like, I'm so sorry. And he collapses and that's the fucking end. But it's a step towards where DC needs to get next. And I think I'm all in favor of like, if we're going to get like the Mark Wade stuff, like, which is really what's like the next thing. The next big thing is Mark Wade. And like we're getting into some stuff where DC is like figuring out like okay like let's yeah let's play to our strengths and so yeah Dark Crisis whatever you know it was it, it's too meta for it yeah, to yeah. be a good to be a great series but it's perfectly serviceable yeah true otherwise what about DC versus vampires all out war? I don't like this one because I just, I think that black and white and red color scheme is played out and it's yeah. too hard to follow what's happening. Um, so I don't like this mini series, but I love DC versus vampires, the main series. What and so I read this to kind of dark web, Miss Marvel. Um, it was okay. What about Deceased War of the Undead Gods number five of eight? Uh, you know, I like the series. I did not particularly care for the big thing that happened in this one. I thought it was like you only have eight issues and you're going to spend an entire issue doing this. Like it's kind of Tom Taylor did this in Injustice, too, in a couple of different mm-hmm. ways where uh, so I'm going to spoil all of Injustice. I'm not going to spoil Injustice. I'm actually I, I kind of have to spoil this thing of deceased. Okay. Well, they bring Mitzelplik into it. And it's like, okay. But then the whole issue is just them fighting zombie Mitzelplik. And it's like, why? why? Yeah. Like, you just didn't need to do that. Like, if you just didn't bring him in, yep. you could have done something else with this issue. This I is agree. the first issue of it that I've been very much, very much disappointed in. I do like the overall series, but I'm just like, why, why introduce this whole concept that hasn't been part of it, right? Before now, why bring something in from another, literally from another dimension to to wreak havoc yeah. on one issue when you only have yeah. eight issues? Like, why fill an entire? It's not like that Agreed. cool of a concept that like. Oh man, I zombie Mitzelplik is just too delicious to not include. It's just like I would never if you, if Mitzelplik yeah. had not appeared in any issue of this series, I would no, not have. No blinked. one would ever have said anything. So I mean, that said, it, overall, I think it's an R eight series. It's you know, it's 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 handled fine. But like this was the first one where I was like, really, really, okay, sure. Okay, how about the fact that they like I'm on a quiz show. How about the fact that there is a uh, a somewhere somewhere in time homage cover with Lobo as Eddie, <laughs> like the Iron Maiden album? I, I missed it. The B cover is an homage to Somewhere in Time. Nice. So that's cool. That's, Get that one. That's pretty good. <laughs> uh, Dead Sea is number one from IDW. Possibly the next comic company to go under? Who knows? Oh, man. I can't believe Aftershock. I, yes, I mean, I can't believe it either. I mean, I can't believe they had ten million dollars in debt. I can't. Ten be- million? That's a lot of million. Uh, well, as I have a friend who had to sue to get paid, uh, yeah. a year and a half ago, I'm gonna say I do believe it. It's just I don't know. Ten million? That's a lot. That is a lot of debt. But it also, I feel like this is the first domino to fall. Is is how myself and several other people believe this, that there's a lot of comic companies out there that have been like, come on, it's going to turn around any time now. And it's like, no, it's not. Mm-hmm. And we're going to lose a bunch of indies. I can't imagine that Source Point, I know that Behemoth has, like, they changed names, but I mean, they can't be making money. I don't know. You know, like, I, it's just speculation, but man. I don't know. It it vexes me that they're they're out there. I mean, Aftershock, I just feel like, has been kind of slowly vanishing. Like, I haven't seen much new output from the company. Yeah. So that one... So it doesn't, it doesn't surprise me that it happened. What surprised me was that they had that much yes, debt. Yes, that's true. That is fair. That is a lot of debt. It's a lot. That's uh, like, you know, I mean, I don't know. No, that you're right. That is like, that did is they crazy. sell NFTs? Is that like did they have a bunch of money wrapped up in NFTs? Is that what happened? 
Oh my God! Okay, they put ten million in NFTs, and then Sam Bankman Freed went up in the river, and they're like, "Oh yeah, yeah. shit, we shouldn't have fucking done that." Maybe. Why I... did we listen to Seth Green? Fuck. <laughs> yes. Okay. So, uh, on on the other side of that of that story, I have to say this because there's a we were just talking about artists that I was like looking to hire. There's a guy that did a comic. I'm not going to say who he is because I don't want to blow up his spot or anything. Okay. But it was somebody who I would like, would have liked to have worked with. And um, Todd, I was Todd McFarlane. His name was Todd McFarlane and he blew up on NFTs. Uh, and I was like, he was in my range and he was somebody who we had mutual friends and whatever. And I was like, this would be cool. I could hire this guy for this, this gig that we're doing. And I talked to another one of my friends who was my liaison to this person. And he was like, oh, he's not going to do anything. He doesn't ever want to work again. And I was like, none of us ever want to fucking work again. I mean, but he has to make a living. He's like, oh, you didn't hear? He sold a bunch of NFTs of his stuff and is now a millionaire. (laughs) Whoa. And that is for fucking real. That's crazy. There is a small independent person who was on my same comic label that I was working on who became a millionaire. Wow. Fucking you know who else became a millionaire from MNFTs? Oh, Jose no. Delbo. Really? Yeah. He he sold some Wonder Woman NFTs and they went for millions. And I don't know if he transferred that shit to real money somehow. I hope he did. I hope he did. Because he's he's not worth that anymore, <laughs> but wow. uh, but yeah yeah he made like ten million or something some I I'm, I probably just have the ten million dollar figure in my head because of what we're talking about but yeah um, but anybody but who no he made millions stuff, you could you can literally congratulations. like yeah I mean he's in his eighties so like I assume so he probably weird. did yeah I mean that was when I first uh, how heard- much can I get for this crypto <laughs> when I first heard about this it was his story. And it was Sean was telling me about this person, and I was like, I still don't understand how this works. He's like, No, no, no! You hold on to the royalties, and you can resell it, and you get there. I was like, I don't fucking understand any of this. I'm just imagining uh, aftershock having to pulp like, you know, like forty thousand copies of like Werewolf Strike Four Two oh, X Zombie, that is sad. <laughs> you know, like that the is adventures of like story. whatever, like. You think that they'll make them do no, that? No, my the- content. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, anyway, let's talk about comics. Uh, yeah, what yeah. about Deadly Bouquet well, we number five? Comics. I guess. Oh, Deadly what? Deadly Bouquet number five. I flipped through it because I was like, "Oh, this is a comic." I I don't remember seeing any of the other issues. <laughs> so, of this. Yeah, we've had it. Okay, and it just kind of it just kind of went by the wayside. We have all the back issues. If anybody's mm. interested, I just looks like it's a murder mystery kind of comic. I did not read the first issue, and so I got lost. So I was mm. like, "Oh well." I sorry. was lost. I only read the fifth issue. <laughs> I would imagine you are very lost because that is the. Fifth and final issue. So yes, it was. At least you know how it ends. Yeah. Uh, how about Delicious in Dungeon Volume Four, Ooh. the manga, or Department of Truth Volume Four? Delicious in Dungeon is just there because I updated it. I accidentally put that up there. That oh. is that is a much older. the The current one is like number twelve. Oh. Um, the uh, the uh, Department of Truth. I've been reading a lot of stuff about apparently how amazing that comic is i didn't particularly care for it too much i did um, apparently it's great i thought it was really cool and i i liked the way that it reminded me a lot of like 90s like x-files exploratory comics well not even that like it, it reminded me of all those people who grew up reading new mutants who are like we can do crazy shit like uh, the guy who I always go back to this, but like the art style in uh, Shade the Changing Man, the Vertigo series, where it was just like, ow, Bacala. my my eyes. Oh, fuck <laughs> my eyes. What is happening? Yeah. In any one of these panels, anything could be happening. And it's that same kind of thing, but it's toned down. And this artist has a really good control over that where he'll use it sporadically and I love it when he comes down and he like drills down into something important that you need to see Mm. you can see it and then when it's kind of like superfluous and you don't know what you're supposed to be seeing kind of sometimes it gets very you know Mm. gestural drawings 
Yeah, maybe that's what it was that I didn't respond to or whatever. It definitely, like, it just felt like kind of, like, weird, like, uh... See, I felt like it did not uh, feel weird right... for the sake of weird. It, like, yeah, when I read but it, it was, like, I don't know, just, like, sometimes when there's, like, the... Co- it's like, oh, here's consumerism walking down the aisle, and here's, uh, it's crime or whatever, you know. Although that's it's it, like a, Mr. Crime from Crime Does Not Pay. It's like be a like a capital crime. steps version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, I'm just a bill, but I'm actually a walking talking bill, and I'm going to tell you about how Congress works. But oh, in this no. comic, you know, <laughs> look out for the pork barrel. Oh! <laughs> Oh well, yeah. Yes, exactly. I just I don't know. I'm just like not I don't get so conceptual in my in my con- Anyway, Department of Truth is apparently great. <laughs> Joe Biden is Donkey Kong and <laughs> you see the barrels are pork barrel spending. And you see the steps that he's trying to climb up are the ladders well, that Mario's climbing up. He's not Mario, however. He is the donkey. I don't know why. Yeah. And the donkey is somehow also a monkey. I also don't know why that is. Yes. Uh, we've uh, this is off the rails. <laughs> Eve, Children of the Moon number three, hmm. is out. Flash number seven eighty nine is out. Uh, actually, surprisingly, very good. Although for a Flash comic, very much just people standing around talking, but in a very good way. <laughs> nice. Like there's a really great thing where it's like there's this thing that's been going on for a couple issues, and uh, they've deput the there's a corrupt mayor. And he's deputized the rogues to fight yeah. the Flash, as and so they're cops, and the Flash is the bad guy. And then there's just like this thing where it's like we, the guy storms. He's like, "We need to find the Flash." And then like while he's just like sitting in his desk, he's like, "Yeah, I'm right here. Let's talk." And he's like, and he's just like, but then it like it's it's weird because it's like it's 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 set up like it's like a. I've solved the mystery of who you really are, but then who he really is is really out there. Oh, interesting. Okay. I, I, it's pretty good. I think Flash is actually pretty good right now. It's a, we're we're in a uh, a, a slight re- a, like a mini renaissance of Flash. Well, if you're interested in joining this renaissance, mm. uh, the trade paperback for Flash Trade Paperback Volume 17 Eclipsed is out. Yeah, that was good. That's the one where they had that weird sideways one that and was great. all that cool shit. That was really yeah, good. It's really good. Yeah, I like Flash right now. Uh, GCPD, the Blue Wall number three is out. Mm-hmm. Gold Goblin number two is out. Mm-hmm. Dark Web Gold Goblin. Woohoo! Uh, yes, that's true. Gunslinger Spawn, Harley Quinn trade paperback volume one. No good deed. That is the Riley Rosmo Harley Quinn. That weird neck tattoo guy. Weird neck tattoo Joker, thug guy. Uh, Hitomi number three, a beautiful comic, yeah. is out this week. Uh, I Hate Fairyland number two, cool. a comic that is very much for people who like I Hate Fairyland. <laughs> uh, Jujutsu Kaisen graphic novel volume 18 is out. Junkyard Joe number three is out. You know, it's okay. Yeah, it is okay. Is that a Sergio Aragonas cover? No, it is not. I thought it was as well, too. It is very clearly supposed to be. It's perceived as one. Huh, but it is not. not. Yeah, because I, there I, is a Sergio cover this week, isn't there? I th- or, oh, no. It? No, I think I ordered one. I think there's one coming up. Wasn't there a Gru? I think there was a Gru comic that's coming out soon. There is, Gru but there's comic. like literally like a Sergio variant for like a big book. Oh, okay. That I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. Cool. Well, this one is definitely not Sergio, but it looks from a distance. I was like, whoa, cool, Sergio. And then I was like, this isn't Sergio, but it's still cool. My favorite thing. uh, It's not that cool because it rips off Sergio. Yeah, exactly. Uh, One of my friends was yelled at by Sergio Argonas. For doing what? Stealing his car? Uh uh, actually, if I tell any more of this story, it will implicate somebody in something, so I'm not going to say anything. Okay, you can tell me later. I'll oh, we'll tell you later. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, K-On! The Complete Omnibus Edition. I've mispriced it. Hooray, I'll fix that. Sorry, it's not $36. It's $24. Oh. Oops, fuck. Uh, Get King- it now at 36 <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's clearly the more valuable version. King Tank Girl, graphic novel, oh, nice. volume one. Cool. Uh, Chroma... Number this two. is pretty cool. It is. It's pretty. Yeah. 
and it's cool. So it's the art's both. good. I like it. It's a colorless character in a color-filled world. I still of don't. Some kind. Yes. I didn't really understand what was happening, but it was cool looking. Yeah, I still don't understand this. Uh, Mary Jane and Black Cat number one. Dark I, Web, Mary Jane, Black. Yeah, Cat. yeah. I don't know what's going on. There was a so there was a comic a million years ago. Correct. This is kind of a spoiler to this thing. Uh, there's a character called Jackpot. Yes. who has these weird jackpot powers. Oh, I forgot to Google that. But uh, there's actually two characters who have jackpot powers. Oh, did you Google it? Uh, yes. Oh. But uh, there's two characters who go by jackpot. But at one point, it was basically the subplot of a, of a Spider-Man book was essentially that they were chasing around this character jackpot. I think it was the alpha storyline where Spidey's trying to help this like invincible-type superhero kid learn the ropes. I think that was the one. Uh, and then this character jackpot kind of shows up and he's, we're all assuming that it's Mary Jane. Uh, and then it turns out to not be Mary Jane. Uh, and now it appears that it was Mary Jane. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what's going on because she has the jackpot powers. It seems like I'm not a hundred percent sure that that's how the jackpot powers work. Uh, I was like, why is it only coming up with eBay sales? And I realized I was actually not Googling. I was searching the <laughs> eBay app. Oh, there you go. Um, so it's interesting. She does have them. They are fun. I actually really like this power set. It does fun, dumb shit, and it's really fun, dumb shit in the middle of all sorts of other crazy crap going on. You know, you've got mailboxes trying to eat people and whatnot because you're living in like an episode of the real Ghostbusters once Inferno kicks in. And so you've got like big mantis cars and whatever else. It's awesome. I, I have fun with it. According to uh, Wikipedia, neither version of Jackpot is Mary Jane Watson. Mm -hmm. That is correct. Yeah. So I don't understand why Mary Jane has the powers. I don't either. Um, I also don't understand why my listings are ending at M. Oh. Well, M1. I can tell you what's on the shelf. We can go that way. But Thank I you. I won't know what the uh, trades are, except well, then I know a couple of them. Yeah. Okay, so we left off on Dark Web, Mary Jane, Black Hat. Next mm -hmm. up is Dark Web, Ms. Marvel. Nice. Which was uh, was good and tells the story of Ms. Marvel during Dark Web. And next up is My Little Pony, issue something. Your Little Pony. Friendship is magic. Excellent. Yes. And then the next up is uh, Namor. Submariner, number King of the three, seas. King of the Seas. King of Disease. King of the Disease. Uh, the Disease Herpes. Oh, there we go. Now I got it. <laughs> you I got, got it. it all. all right, so it. we're up to Namor. Because this fucking iPad doesn't want to read the rest of this. Stupid pad. Stupid, stupid freaking iPad. Stupid pad. Um, we've got like Nightwing, Doc. number 99. Yeah. They must be leading up to a killer 100 because there's been a bunch of half art. Like this one has like a fill in artist for like half of it. And um, one of the things that I really like about this Nightwing run is Bruno Redondo's art. So having issues where half of the comic is not his art are like always. But like, you know, I suppose that means they're going to do like a big exercise number 100 next. And could be. Um, oh, man. I kind of yeah. hope they don't have him get married. I think that's what they're like hinting at, and oh, I just kind God, of like. Why do they do that? I don't understand why they do that, but whatever. Oh, well. they'll do it or they won't. Yep, exactly. Uh, we've got. Uh, speaking of companies that are about to go under, hey, we got Ninja Funk, Ninja and Funk. Uh, I will say that what not the app oh. is a publisher of comics that are not something that people want to read, and so I think it's too bad because Ninja Funk looks like a quality book. Yeah, but it's based on Actually, some DJ. So I have no idea. Cares. I'm just basing it entirely on this cover. They got someone good to do the cover, at least. Yep, they got uh, David Mack. Oh, there you go. Uh, they've And a couple other things. Ah. Uh, we've got, I don't know what this is, uh, Puella Magi Orico Magica Complete Omnibus Edition Graphic Novel, $24. I don't know what that is. Yeah. Uh, Rogue Sun, number nine. Not a comic about Rogue's son. No, not at all. Rogue has uh, no son. However, there Maybe is... Right. Does Rogue have a son? Ooh. I don't, I don't think so. Probably. I mean, in some <laughs> continuity, I'm sure. Rogue's uh, 
hardcover is out. Oh yeah, that's uh, that's the only thing by Josh Williamson, writer of Dark Crisis, that I've ever read that I would say is. Well, you like other stuff. Of I his, do. But I, I love. I really Ghosted. thought Rogues was good, and mainly I just love Leo Max. I will nice. read anything that Leo Max draws. It looks great. I it's mean, great. It's, it's great. It yeah. is great. We've got Sabretooth and the Exiles number two. Nice. Which I believe, uh, in some offhanded way, ties into the Wolverine issue this week. Uh, there is a. Okay. Well, I don't know if I, I didn't. I didn't read it in depth. I just flipped through it. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I think does is Sabretooth still in control of the pit? Uh, I can tell you that he astral projects in this issue. Okay. I don't know if that has some tie into the pit. All I know is that that Wolverine issue was very depressing. <laughs> it was very depressing, and I hate it. Uh, Scooby Doo, where are you? Number one nineteen. Nice. Hey, that centaur's not horsing around. Oh, hey, jeez. Hey. Guys, that's called a pun, and that is quality entertainment. Uh, Something is killing the children, number 27. People love it. People love it. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, Scrapnik Island, number three, is out. Spawn Scorched, number 13, is out. Is ouch, I said. Is ouch. He's scorched. (laughs) Ouch. Uh, you know, I really I took that lesson of putting my hand on the <laughs> on the hot burner to heart. I and did so that. Now I can't when I was even say scorched without saying ouch. ouch. <laughs> I, I literally like when I was like three or four years old, I put my hand directly on a red hot burner. And did that work out for you? And didn't burn me. Oh, it scorched oh, me. No. <laughs> in fact, uh, let's see. <laughs> when I was a kid, I stripped the uh, the shielding off a lamp cord whoa and almost burned down my house <laughs> dang <laughs> i took a full i took a full charge and passed out and left a giant scorch mark in our wooden floor <laughs> wow uh i was a dumb kid well, I was a we dumb, all were i was a dumb teenager and I'm a dumb adult. So some some of us just made out in the, it, 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 as far as the odds go, <laughs> yes, a little bit just, better than others. Yeah, exactly. Somehow yeah. I. So, I s- some of us used to like try to jump our cars a lot when we were teenagers, <laughs> or like see if we could make it from Castine to Blue Hill in less than ten minutes. And things where you were like successfully. Yeah, you know. <laughs> close your eyes and run a stop sign or something. Oh yeah. You know? Like Jesus. Oh my God! I had a friend that had a. He used to go through. Uh, uh, I w- he used to go through an intersection over a hundred miles an hour every time because he was convinced if he was going more than a hundred miles an hour, he was going too fast for anyone to hit him. God, people are stupid. Yeah, yeah. He was actually genuinely a fucking moron. Wow. And I say friend, I mean like <laughs> person mean I had classes with. Person like, that you have definitely encountered. not a friend. I was like, are you fucking serious, dude? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and I did some dumb shit with my car, but like, fuck. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> comics. Spider Man: The Lost Hunt, number two. Yes. Uh, Star Trek: Enigma. It's some sort of something. It's the Illyrian Enigma. It's a puzzle wrapped in a Snurgian Enigma. And wrapped in bacon and served with a side of coleslaw. Uh, You had me with bacon. You lost me a coleslaw. (laughs) Stargirl, the lost children. But there's raisins in this coleslaw. (laughs) You lost me twice. Uh, Stargirl, the lost children, I like. Nice. It's good. Uh, I'm on board. And Strange number nine. I enjoy this series. This issue was a little weird. Well, it's, yeah, because now they're bringing back, what's his, Doctor Strange. Yes. He's actually back. Yes. He just has white hair now. Yes. And so does Clea. They're both very Yeah, it's, they're very, they just look like old people. But, like, now Doctor Strange is dead, but he's the Sorcerer Supreme of the dead. <laughs> and so he hangs out with the Sorcerer Supreme of the Alive, which yeah. is Clea. And and they're going to have a baby, and that's oh. going to be a half-dead, half-alive Doctor Strange baby. Oh, man. It'll be the Sorcerer 
mini sorcerer supreme oh, of the of the daycare of the daycare of the dead <laughs> alive daycare of the dead okay everybody shut up nobody take daycare of the dead <laughs> that's oh, mine <laughs> copyright issued on daycare of the dead uh <laughs> strange nice. adventures trade paperback is a thing it is uh stuff of nightmares number four is a terrible thing that nobody enjoys you why do you hate rl stein so much um let's see because he's a bad writer because uh when he wrote uh say cheese or die it scared me too greatly oh because i I came out when i was like 19 years old and i was like oh my god didn't sleep at all that year of college <laughs> you just uh, watching goosebumps back to back i really i don't actually remember when goosebumps came out but i i was, just, was just i was too ones. old for for goosebumps uh, when it came out I, I i definitely was except that i did watch it because it was a horror thing i did and i was like it, this is ali did and i've seen them all now fine and i like it it's i watched them in my 40s I mean, <laughs> that's I, when I, I first watched. I have them. watched them again, and I've watched "Are You Afraid of the Dark?" again, and I have watched mm. "Eerie Indiana" again, and I will say that "Eerie Indiana" number one, and "Are You Afraid of the Dark" number two, and "Goosebumps" number three. As far as if you had to rank these, uh, "Eerie Indiana" is genius. "Eerie Indiana" was just one season, though, right? Oh, it was multiple seasons. It was. Yeah, huh. I believe it was th- three seasons. Uh, John Aston shows up in season two. Like older Aston, yeah, yeah, John Aston, John Aston, not Sean Aston, not Sean, John. John. He is the uh, he owns the like needful things type oh, uh, curiosity curio store yeah. slash soda fountain that they all hang out at. Uh, yeah, cool. It's great. Maybe we'll have to watch those because I watched all of Goosebumps and man, that shit is bad. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. It's of real bad fucking shit. bad. <laughs> Even those puppet ones or doll ones or whatever the fuck they are. Um, are you afraid of the dark? A lot of that shit holds up. Okay. I really liked it. Uh, let's see. Superman Birthright, the deluxe edition. Interesting that this is a thing that's still coming People out like in new this. editions. Yeah. People really liked this series. Yeah. I mean, there's, uh, <laughs> there's just... <laughs> Maybe this is just me being overly sensitive, but when you use the term Superman, which is inextricably linked with kind of Nazism and uh, <laughs> and the Ubermensch sure. thing, birthright is a term that you're like, oh, just let, let's let's kind of separate some of this stuff. Well, I imagine now that they got uh, Wade back, they're probably like pushing all his That's stuff. That's true. I don't, can't remember who's the artist on this one. On Birthright? Yeah, yeah. What's that guy's name? Oh, my God. I do not remember, unfortunately. Okay, I'm going to find out. Okay, okay right. you go over and find out, and I'll talk about The Boxer, Trade Paperback Volume 1. That is a new manga that I am unfamiliar with. I will also talk about Titans United, number four, because as you know, when the Titans are united, they will never be defeated. Uh, also, teenage- they will have a blood pact. Oh, yes, they will also have a blood it's, pact. It's uh, Lionel Francis Yu is the artist. Yes, who I very much like. Yeah, he's good. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Saturday Morning Adventures number three. Fun. These stuff. are these are just fun, like very cartoony, like cartoony to the point that even the Archie comics did not get this cartoony. These just look like the cartoon. They're they're really good. If that is your thing, you're going to be stoked on this. Um, let's see. True Cavalt number five is mm-hmm. out. Vampire Slayer, a.k.a. Uh, Buffy, number nine, is out. And Vampirella Strikes, number eight, is out. Strikes. Uh, Vanish, number four, is a comic book. I really did not like this comic. I did not after. love the first issue, and I have not read any since. It's so funny. I liked the first issue quite a bit, and there's a cover that l- legitimately has Magog on it. <laughs> and it's like, guys, you know that that's there's a character, one, right? Yeah, there's one that looks like a Marvel's issue, too. There's like a var- one of the variant covers. One of the variants looks exact. They did a uh, an homage to uh, to Akira, which is pretty cool. Uh. On one of them, which is the the one in ten variant, is like an Akira homage, which is cool. Huh. Uh, we've got a book called Voyages, which I don't know anything about. I will say this: I read a description of what the book is about at some point in the last month. Mm-hmm. 
I don't remember it. <laughs> However, I do remember thinking, that sounds cool. And then yes. I looked at it this week, and it has cool art. So maybe Voyages, Voyages, whatever, if you say it, maybe it's maybe it's cool. Uh, I think that I might actually return and, and, and try to make sense of it. I'm assuming it's a portmanteau of Voyage and Aegis, but whatever. Uh, Wakanda, number three. Uh, the second story in it is only three pages long, but it has really good art. Nice. <laughs> The, there is a Corey Smith variant for this that is absolutely beautiful. Uh, I, I very don't know much Corey Smith. That. I don't know him either, or them either. Them. Uh, Walking Dead Deluxe number fifty-three is out. Uh, somehow we've got five different covers for this, and I still didn't get the Spawn variant. Oops, sorry everybody. Weird. Um, a, B, C, D, and an E. Uh, what is the furthest place from here? Number nine. Man, I hope that these last two issues are just fill in art and that the regular artist comes back because uh, I do not like this art style of the current artist. Yeah. And I'm sorry to say that, whoever you are. I just, I, it doesn't, it's not like it's bad. It just doesn't suit the aesthetic of the book as right. established I mean, just, up to this right. point. You have, you have a, a, an established artist already there yeah it's, it's got like a style and i understand that the artists you know need breaks or whatever but like this fill-in artist is like good but it's like it's just this completely radically different style and it's like really just not really working for me and it's a bummer because i do really like this story and i think it's i like how it's how it was being presented yeah so this like, is kind of taking me out of it it's not not a hit for me fair enough for this reader the Witcher, The Ballad of Two Wolves. If you like The Witcher, this is a well-put-together comic. That's true, and it tells the story of the two wolves that are inside of you. Ah. One of which enjoys The Witcher comics. The other enjoys <laughs> The Witcher Netflix show. Which one will win out? I don't know. You know what? The two of them get along just fine, and they sit down and they enjoy their separate hobbies together, just at other ends of the couch. I wish it was the story of the Sherwolf. <laughs> two Sherwolves. <laughs> the Sherwolf, which is either a wolf that gets mauled by Cher... Yes. And then turns into Cher. And then turns into Cher. On a full moon. Well, Cher has the, the verse, she is like Cher canthropy. <laughs> yes. And so she will attack you, and then other beings will gain the Cher right. wolf. Exactly. So, you know, it could be, in this case, it's a wolf. Right. It would be actually it could it be turns anything. into a Cher. Right. But it could be a baby. It could, yeah, it be, could be anything. Um, it could be. If Cher bites something, it could be a chair. Yeah. It could be a Cher. It which is which is a portmanteau of the word share and chair chair share wolf it could be you know there's that you could have one where she bites Jason from the Friday the 13th franchise and he turns oh into share god but he's he's a silent killer so he just has the hair and the assless chaps oh, yes it's just like the, it. it's just the thong that she wears while hanging off of battleships and then they hang out in Times Square in Cher Wolf in yes. New York, and do, do, they do a mime production they take, they where take they're Manhattan. like, oh, man, this Cher mime is so great, and then kill. Exactly. <laughs> and <Yeah>. Then kill. <laughs> the, uh, yes, the naked cowboy gets into, a, into fisticuffs with Cher Jason, and it doesn't go well. I can't. This just came back to me, but uh, I was talking to my wife. I was just riffing with my wife about how a Jason was going to come and kill. And I, I just said the sentence, can come, can kill. Can come, <laughs> I, was like, can I don't kill. know why. It was really funny in the moment. It's not as funny repeating it. One sorry, of, I'm sorry to take up one time. Of my, one of my favorite uh, cinematic moments is the line from Taxi Driver when he says, one of these days a Jason is going to come and kill all the filth on the street. Uh <laughs> If only that, that was the, <laughs> I wish that was what it was. Uh, how about this? So we're talking about Wolverine, the kind of depressing one. Whew, this, this is, is not this is, a take that I love, I will so say. We have an evil beast who is either Dark Beast or a It's it's not Dark Beast. Or a misclone of the regular beast. Did you were you the one telling me he was cloned but like didn't get a soul or I something? I think that might be what's going on here. Happened. I think there may be a missing beast. He's just a around. fucking dick He's for a dick. some reason. For that some reason totally he's a sucks. 
But I mean, the Dark Beast is a take on Beast who went crazy in, in right. the other world. So but he was from an evil place. True. Where evil people Lodi, lived. New Jersey. Even Iceman was bad in that world. <laughs> That's true. And he's a nice guy. He's the he's nicest the of all of the guys. Guy. Uh, but in this, uh, he is essentially keeping uh, Logan hostage in the pit, which is the center of Krakoa, which is where they sent uh, Sabretooth. And Sabretooth was so evil that he basically turned it into hell. And he ruled it like the devil during the Sabretooth miniseries, which, by the way, ruled. It was pretty good. If you were not reading that, I highly recommend that. That was a really great read. Uh, But this is, he's stuck in there and he just basically gets sent out as a brainwashed assassin. He's gone basically feral by being left in the dark. Mm -hmm. And uh, he has a control collar made out of Krakoan technology. And the thing that is odd and confusing about this is that clearly Krakoa is in on it. Yeah, yeah, totally. That's the part that's really vexing me on this one because Krakoa so far has not been a malevolent force and is buddies with Doug. Yeah. The... Yeah, yeah, they talk. Yeah. Because Doug can talk the Krakoan language. So maybe he's holding stuff back from Doug and Doug thinks that they're best buddies, but they're not going to make Doug evil. Come on. No. There's no way Doug Locke is a bad guy. I don't know. It's just now that they're starting to like give us things where the X-Men act like fucking regular Mm X-Men, this shit pisses me off even more. Because like uh, Dark Web has been great. Like the X-Men, the regular X-Men comic has been great. Speaking of, we have the X-Men annual out this week, which was fantastic. It really was. Yeah, Really good. I didn't love the art all the way through, but the story was awesome. Yeah, yeah. It was really good. It was like um, Firestar, and she's like arguing with the Hellions, which they have history. This is the thing. Like I was talking right. about with uh, Dark Crisis and like Character X and Whole Y or whatever. It's like it's so much more impressive when people have read the comics. I, and like, yeah. you know, so this no, person is like, I understand that Firestar and the Hellions have history yeah. and. I understand that history, and so when I'm writing my story, it references that history. It's like, thank you. They referenced a lot of history, and I really did, like, I was really surprised, honestly, by the fact that they kept uh, her her cancer as canon. I didn't know that that was still a thing. I really thought that was like a a written-off plot line in a miniseries. Well, they probably did write it off, but they just, by not referring to it, not by, like, having it erased from continuity or something. But in an old miniseries, she had been giving herself cancer from her own powers. I think it was Avengers. I think it was when she was an Avenger. Really? I thought that was that that little miniseries. But she was an Avenger, yeah. Yeah. I I think it was after that. The miniseries is just, like when they introduced her into because she was on the cartoon first yes and then they were like here let's have her in the comic and they did like a they did a one shot that was a spider-man and his amazing friends one shot that was that was called marvel action hour i think yeah something like that that. i used to have that (laughs) that was a great little little thing if i saw that again i'd want to get it but it's probably expensive now i that is my that is my favorite thing and I still will go back and watch that cartoon occasionally. Oh, yeah. I love that cartoon. That video game one? Oh, sweet. So good. Oh, my God. The video game one is so good. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That I love is, that is like a nostalgia trigger for me. Uh, 80s video games in a way where characters interact inside those video games. Absolutely. When Anything it's just like, like that. <laughs> there's an issue there's... of US 1 that they do that. It's like so good. It's so good. <laughs> there's like nothing more ridiculous than the idea of this era this is like 1985 or whatever you have like four block pixels yes. that are supposed to represent a tank and it's like i've gotten sucked into yeah the i'm world. in there and i'm like and all of a sudden when you're in there everything is like everything dimensional is and all this stuff realized. and it's just like yeah it's just it becomes like a little macguffin to like get you in there but uh it's my, my one of my favorite things actually is fake video game console arcade console or not console yes. like arcade what do you the, what's it what's it called the big thing just like an arcade like, arcade yeah, game yeah. yeah like fake names of them Me in too. comics or books or whatever like Blitz, anything. yeah blip blonk it's always like some sort of weird action word the one in us one where the kids are sucked inside it's like there's like these kids keep disappearing 
and uh, and then they realize that what's happening is that the people who own this arcade are have built a machine that they wire into the brains and it like sucks the life energy out of the kids to make the games better yes it's the best arcade in town and some of the names on those i can't think of them off the top of my head are very very good Um, and of course we all know that that's a real thing and that the cia actually did do that uh, they did it in southern california with a machine called polybius which was snuck into an arcade people remember it they got headaches and weird things happened to them Wait, and then it disappeared and no one can tell you anything about it but some people remember it existing are you talking about a movie i am talking about a real life conspiracy theory oh. that the cia had a video game called polybius that i believe was in a southern california arcade what? that people remember playing there's a memory of playing it but everyone who played it wound up with like weird memory issues and it did strange things to their minds huh yeah is it in that pale horse book (laughs) i don't know but it is a it's a great it's a very i'll look that up that sounds cool it's a very interesting conspiracy for a band i mean there 100 has to be a band um, but yeah, I I love that conspiracy. It's it's super creepy. It's yeah. like a fun, creepy story that is obviously not true, but is fun. Um, oh, and lastly, uh, we finally have. We know uh, it's not true because the government would never because the government like that. doesn't. We love do the government here at um, Actually Comics. Absolutely, and please don't do <laughs> any horrible experiments on us like yes. you have done on so many people over the years. And we still say allegedly. The, oh, <laughs> except for all the things that except are, for all the things that are public knowledge. Except for the the radium in the oatmeal and Tuskegee experiments, yeah, and you know all yeah, the thousands yeah, of things totally. that have been review, revealed later to be true. Yes. giving LSD to <laughs> CIA operatives and the fact that they're will. still keeping the JFK shit secret, <laughs> like even like ten years after it was supposed to be released, they're just like, nah, you don't really need to know. Yeah, we don't need to tell anybody. We don't want to tell anyone that the guy was killed by the guy in the car behind him who <laughs> worked for us. We don't Need to talk accidentally that. anyway that's that's for when we uh start doing last podcast on the left adjacent yeah um, totally <laughs> i th- they, they got it from a book though but i do think that that is the uh the best last pod. Uh, oh i'm sorry i thought you were actually realized that i was referencing last spot probably oh, okay yeah. but yes when we start doing our last pod on the left <laughs> oh man we should do one that'd be fun uh like one where we actually do research and talk for like three hours oh, that'd be weird Anyway, execu- Executioner's Song, the oh, Epic I'm Collection. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't realize there was no comics. The I thought X-Men one. was last. Well, I mean, X-Men, Executioner's Song is last. Ah, I didn't realize It is a trade paperback. It is a delight. Everybody loves the Executioner. Having read it fairly recently, it's good and totally worth reading. It Absolutely. Is. I love I really, Executioner's Song. I really liked it, and I, I was like, yeah, it's really cool. Wait, who was the villain? Was it Strife? Uh, Strife is part of it. <laughs> Executioner song is oh fuck! Now I've read I read See, a lot. No, my mind was wiped. Strife is is I did part play of a lot it. of Polybius this week though. No, but it's like um, I feel like the villain is like Gideon. Yes. Or like part that's part of it. It's like one of those things that has a lot of different. It's 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 the culmination of some storylines, and I don't know necessarily that there's like a a villain of it. It's like they're kind of fighting each other, because like the parts that I really remember are the X Force parts where they're on the Gray Malkin uh, satellite that is um, Cable's best friend, but also a satellite, and then it gets blown up. And they have to fly back to the Earth, mm. and then they end up in the desert, and that's where their compound is. But they're fighting with the X Men, and it's not so. It's not like there's no villain. It's like there's the X Men and the X Force are fighting each other. Yep. Um, and then I can't remember who blew up Gray Malkin, but I think that that happened as a result of the acolytes and. Oh yeah, Colossus was... went bad and like went rogue and went over to the acolyte side yep. and 
but that happened before Executioner's song, and so it was like the was Executioner's that before. Yeah, it was. It was. It that was. was the Asteroid M stuff, and that's that when yeah, yeah. the the satellite got damaged so it was like really executioners was like kind of like this aftermath yeah. where like the the it kind of established where the books were at that time but um, it's great i love it um yeah it's fun it was oh, good to read and also i was wrong it's not southern california it was portland oregon oh where polybius was allegedly polybius. put in 1981 was allegedly put into an arcade wow. as a psyop by the government how do you spell Polybius? With a Y. Oh. Not where you think. <laughs> but not where you think. It's right at the beginning. Uh, anyway, thank you for listening, and uh, we're going to go Google video game related weirdness. Uh, and uh, yeah, follow us at Coast City Comics and uh, buy stuff from CoastCityComics.com. And yes. have a happy holiday, everybody. Yeah. And we'll Are we going to s- do one next week? I don't No, we're not, because it's Christmas. I mean, yeah, because. Oh, no, it's the day after Christmas. Five days from now is Christmas. Christmas is Monday, isn't it? Christmas is Sunday. It is? I believe. I think, yeah. Today is the 20th. Tomorrow, Wednesday. Yeah. So, 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 yeah, we will do another one next week. I have Monday off because of Christmas. But I'm actually off all week, so yeah. Yeah. So all right, cool. we'll probably be we'll back see you Tuesday. I don't know if there's gonna be see anything. See you next Tuesday. Hey, I hey. get it. Oh. Hickory Doc. Hickory Doc. <laughs> all right, good night everybody. Polybius. Bye. Bye.